0: So we live. What's going on, people? <laughs> it's your boy Leo G, man. We're going to do something different. We're going to do something new. I'm doing my doing my thing, man. Um, new podcast. We're going to try to make this work. It's been a long time coming. This is something that I've wanted to do. And I'm like, let's fire it up. Shit, let's do it. I got a um, a co-host that's going to help me out with it. <laughs> he, he's Yo. not new to this. <laughs> God, I wish I,
1: you know what? That's not like, I wish I almost wish I were new to this. Cause then like, like I've put in a lot of time in this and I don't have anything to show for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you got to just keep putting in the work. I mean, like. Being fifteen years deep in the podcast game is not. No one is impressed by that. Like I'm not getting jobs off of my podcast strength. But I'm not getting anything off my podcast strength.
0: You never know where to come at. You know, you never know what's around the corner.
1: I'm. I mean, I'm. You're right. I can't see the future, but if I had to guess, I, I feel like that corner does not have like podcast glory. <laughs> That's not around the corner for me.
0: <laughs> I mean, but.
1: It's not a legit. complaint, by the way. It's not a complaint. No. I did it for 15 years, and I'll continue to do it because
0: I but enjoy you, you, it. But you, you, legit have a passion for it. Yeah, I don't that's... brag about it though. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's all that matters. You want to do something yeah. like you know, this is something that I'm trying to do because I'm I'm passionate about doing it. Mm-hmm. I like doing this. Hopefully, it'll segue into something else in my life. You know, I've been doing. Um, I've been working in my actual career field for over twenty years, so I'm like, it's time to do something, and I hopefully I can get this uh, jumped off and see where it goes. I yeah, mean, this is the time to do it. Uh, you literally segwayed into a lot of other things. I mean, you're doing comedy, you're doing a lot of stuff. And by the way, I didn't even get a chance to properly introduce you, so let me do that without further ado on this podcast, and we'll get into that. In just a minute but i gotta introduce none other than the man coming all the way from seattle washington by way of huntsville alabama none other than the adjective j a.k.a. j dot a.k.a. the six foot six assassin
1: yeah (laughs) you know what's crazy there's um as a run of about three or four podcasts where my height is the introduction <laughs> for each of them. It's like, <laughs> I I, I kind of feel like now, like, I don't even have to try to be like unique. It's just like, yeah, there's that tall nigga on the, the podcast. That's who it is. He's six <laughs> foot six. That's who it is.
0: <laughs>
1: so like, but yeah, no, I'm excited we, for that. We, we this legit fam.
0: We're legit blood. Mm-hmm. Um, And you must've got all the height. Cause I ain't get it. I ain't get none of that shit. I'm barely over six feet and I'm mad about that.
1: I feel like I um, I feel like being over six. Okay, so I feel like six feet is the perfect height Uh, and I defy you to tell me otherwise because I've been it. six feet is the perfect height. Here's why Um, you're just tall enough for all the ladies, but not so tall that you're like too tall. Like I have actually had girls tell me they wouldn't date me because I was too tall. Like I had a girl look me in the eyes. No, I had a girl look me in the eyes and be like, you're so tall, you would ruin my wedding photos. So I'm not gonna write. <laughs> <laughs> like this, and I don't even know what to say back to that. Like I can't do say shit. Like I can't like, go jog for two months and then come back six two. Like I can't do it. So like I think six I feet mean, is the perfect height.
0: I, I, I think I embellish my height. I'm six How feet. Everyone does. Two. What was your tender height? Or did you do tinder? Did you I, ever do you know, so we never I, Rock with that. yeah. Like you know, before I got into you a serious relationship, yeah, I was out of the game. You know, we were still in the black planet days. <laughs> <laughs> but what was your black planet height? Man, hell, I don't know. I probably was telling everybody I was 6'5 or something. I mine was 6'4. I tell everyone I am six over 6'4. Six I am over six feet, so yeah. I am taller. I am tall enough, apparently. But my tender cool. height
1: was 6'4. Actually, I met my wife. She thought I was six four when she first met me because I lied on Tinder. Like I can't, you can't tell people you're six six. It's you're not gonna get dates. I mean, like, I mean, it's don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Like, it's this is like, it's the most privileged of like that I'll ever be in like complaining about something. So I get it. Like I'm six foot six and everyone like wants the height, but like you for real when they
0: really see you and shit, be like, damn, you're Mm -hmm. a giant. Right. Beans and I think action.
1: you have to tell people I'm 6'4. I tell them I'm 6'4 just to get into the door. And then like later, like no one's gonna care if I'm actually 6'6. I can always just be like, oh, I'm I just I, I just I've been six four since I was 17. I just it's thought I hair. was the same it's height. The
0: yeah, I can always blame the hair. Two inches I, but, on the hair. Yeah, but I don't, I don't have hate. any mind gone, by the way. I'm I'm still mad at you because you got the height, and now as we continue to get older, yeah. you got the goddamn hair. I mean, it's gonna go eventually. Nah, that's, that's that's i Shit. I don't think it's gonna go nowhere, Jay. I think you're gonna be like this forever until the end. <laughs> I mean, I'm still good. I mean, I don't have like Krusty the Clown cul-de-sac mm-hmm. action, but Oh my god. I can't that's do my no, real fear. no dress.
1: Ever seen the people who like bald on the sides but like not down the middle where like it's just like like you literally have like the the patch of hair in the middle of your head and nothing it's else the like the, yeah no this the steven from uh django remember steven oh, yeah the really, steven from problem. django that's <laughs> my that's my fear i don't want that little like little puff
0: see i got I don't, we i got i got it to grow it just yeah. don't want to come all the way out you get to, you you get get to LeBron, a certain point, basically. and it just stop, and it just be like whatever.
1: Yeah, you got a LeBron. Like it's it's still there, it's still still strong. It's just you know, it's not it's not what it used to be.
0: I choose to take it all the way down, but let, look, we want to get into this podcast, man. I don't introduce you properly, I guess, and I you didn't introduce yourself, almost, by the way. You know well, that, right? I introduce <laughs> myself. My name is B.O.G., <laughs>
1: This who, is tell the people about yourself. Like this is this is your brainchild. This is your this is came birth birth by you. So we got to know this about birth by are.
0: me, man. This is my podcast. This is something that I wanted to do for a while. Um, I've been piggybacking with you, of course. You know, you had the Negro majority, and I've been doing spots with you and you know riding your coattail for a minute. You know, here and there but never was able to lock in and do something permanently. And I'm excited about this and I want to try to do this and, and see where this goes, man, just for the passion of it. You know, it's, I'm not looking for, I mean, it'd be, it'd be great if we get a lot of money and fame and shit, you know what I'm saying? But, I'm in comedy. You know, I don't
1: believe in money and fame anymore. <laughs> it is what I it is. Don't, I'm telling you, comedy broke me from money and fame a long time ago. I'm doing this for the love. It's you. Gotta money in fame, man. It,
0: man. Yeah. You gotta have a love for it, man. You gotta have a love for it. I mean, so that's, like,
1: I don't know where it's gonna rock. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Beauregard the show for five minutes, and here's my Beauregard. Uh, first, you need to tell people where you from. Where are you from? So That's a oh, big part of who, who you are. You, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you look, need to tell okay. people where you are from.
0: Big part of where. Okay, you, so let me just here. Okay, so look, Mine, I go by the name Leo G. That's what I go by. I am from the South. I'm from. Atlanta. Well, let me sidebar. So I represent Atlanta, Georgia, but I actually grew up in College Park, Georgia. And it's a thing here in Atlanta where people get real testy about where you claim. So like if technically College Park is a suburb of Atlanta, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but here in Atlanta, you have people that are actually from the city of Atlanta, if that makes sense. So, like, the city of Atlanta is very small. You know this, Jay. Like, we have 285, which runs around the perimeter of the city. If you kind of live outside of that perimeter, Mm -hmm. you're not really from Atlanta. And if you go around and say, I'm from Atlanta, and you grew up in College Park or East Point, the people that grew up in Atlanta, they kind of take offense to that. Like, no, you ain't from Atlanta. And I'm like, well, okay, whatever. But I grew up in College Park. Uh, To be specific, Old National, Flat shows. I went to Banneker High School. Mm -hmm. That's my claim to fame. If you don't know about Banneker High School, Google it. It's a lot of people that came out of that spot. Some of your favorite rappers came out of that spot. You know, I grew up, I learned everything in College Park. So. That's what it is, so, man. You know.
1: Banneker High School. I don't know. Do you want to say the time period that you were in, Banneker? No. Just for I don't. Okay. I Didn't think you would. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Banneker High School, Atlanta. Uh, who are your favorite sports
0: teams? Man, I'm give me all, your favorite college team. I'm ATL all day, every day. Now, here's the trick with the college team. Mm. Like in the South, you have to claim a college team. Correct. Now, I'm wearing Atlanta, a college team
1: T-shirt right now. Y'all can't see it, I, but I'm I'm rocking my college team T-shirt. I check this out.
0: Atlanta is weird. Is is weird. So there is a major college in mm-hmm. the city of Atlanta, Georgia State. Right? No. Well, it's yeah. Ge- technically, yes. Well, you got Georgia Tech. Oh, my bad. My yeah. bad. My bad. Georgia Tech has been around for a while. So check it out. If you. Cause a lot of people are like what we call, I guess, back road alumni. They didn't go to the school, but they rep the school. So if you like live in Atlanta or in the metro area, you got a lot of people that rep Georgia Tech. But then you got the University of Georgia. So it's kind of like, what do you do? So you got if you like claim Atlanta and then say, "Well, I'm with UGA," then cats gonna clown you. So if you're gonna be Atlanta, you gotta be Atlanta. So, everybody was like, if you Atlanta, you got to be like Georgia Tech, Falcons, Braves. You got to yeah. be all Atlanta. And and that Georgia Tech falls into that category. So, if you all Atlanta, you got to be Georgia Tech, too, which I, I have a problem with. I'm not Georgia Tech. Yeah, I said it. It's going to probably piss a lot of people off, but whatever, man. I represent the red and black. I represent UGA. Okay. That's what's up. So, Hawks, Falcons. Um, Braves
1: UGA Braves UGA
0: which yeah and Atlanta then, United right, so, let's not forget about Atlanta United Atlanta United has changed the whole yeah. culture here in Atlanta man that is like literally the millennial team like so they go above everybody else it's funny because and I don't want to get too we can probably do this at a later date in another podcast because we got some other stuff set up but like Atlanta has changed it's changed Um yeah it's a big transplant city now. So you got people from all over. So Atlanta United just came into the city in 2017. Mm-hmm. So people that moved into the city feel connected to Atlanta United. If they you know, moved in and Atlanta United came about in 2017, it's like, okay, then you came from New York or you came from Miami or wherever. So now it's like, okay, I can rock with Atlanta United because they don't have any history. It's brand new. Mm-hmm. And so now oh, it's like got
1: here when I got here.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So a lot of people that moved to, they feel like very very connected to it. And it's like taking over. You know, it's, it's 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 the it's the team. And I like I said I rep Atlanta. I love soccer, so of course I was going to be all in.
1: That's what's up. All right, I'm not going to derail the show. I have one more question. This is just so that people have an opportunity cuz I know you you have you have topics. Y'all don't know this, but I know this. Leo has topics. <laughs> um so I just want people to know you. So let's say it's your day off. You said you've been working in your industry for 20 years. You don't have to tell people what you do, but it's your day off. Uh you have the entire day for free time. What's a day off for Leo look like? To <laughs> no, nah, no, real talk. I Spoken don't like a that parent. Like that. <laughs> but no, nah, real talk.
0: So like, man, I like to just, you know what I'm saying, get caught up in to like some good shows. Shit. Like, sports is my thing, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we do. We're gonna talk a lot about this into this podcast. Um, I like I watch a lot of sports. I watch soccer, I watch baseball, I watch football, I watch basketball, I watch hockey. I watch cricket. I watch watermelon seeds spitting. I watch sports, you name it. I'm there. If somebody's competing, doing something, I'm there. So, like, I'm big into sports. I'm big into entertainment. That's just that's, that's me, man. That's what's up, man. I've, we, well, we'll get into that in a minute. We'll talk. I got, yeah. we'll fire that up. But yeah. That segues into part. some of the topics, actually. Exactly. So, for the most part, man, it's like sports, entertainment, man. And I, you know, it's a lot of other stuff that I do, man. I play golf. That's a hobby. Oh, it's your handicap. You wanna throw it out there? We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it exists. It. That's what you need to know. It exists. Dude, <laughs> it's fun. You know, I play golf, it's fun. You know, like I'm it is what it is. You know, I'm getting better, you know what I'm saying? If you're not on a PGA tour, you know, all the other shit don't matter.
1: Yeah. So I agree with you. I I, I it feel is you. what it is. All right. So yeah, so that's just probably it's an the introduction it. to you. That's what, you know, 15 minutes of Leo. That's what we want. That's what we're here for.
0: That's what's up. I'm trying to- and by the way, Jay, I appreciate everything, man. So, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you were the first person to say, you know what, man, I'm a, I'm on board, man. I'm gonna help you do this thing. I'm gonna rock with you, man. So, and we fam anyway, like real blood fam. So that's what's up.
1: Yeah. Well, I think you remember back when I first started everything with the Negro majority, Um, me struggling to find guests, struggling to find people to be on the show. You hopped on like multiple times happily uh, until like two or three o'clock in the morning uh, for you. And so, I mean, you know, I'm always happy to return the favor. You will never hear anyone in my family say "Uh, Jay didn't show up for me. So (laughs) I think, you know, that's just how I roll in general. My but life. yeah, I'm I'm all about like, uh, I'm actually, like I said, I'm excited about this in general. We've done stuff before. Like we did the, um, yeah. we did, was it a fantasy? Well, no, it wasn't fantasy. It was just pure football. So we did a pure football did, podcast. So we did
0: blog talk radio stuff.
1: Uh, we, did, um, we did one episode of Never Should Have Gave You Niggas Money, which <laughs> <laughs> I was proud of. Um, I felt like it was too spicy for you. <laughs> but, Any you know. Time- it was spicy. Yeah.
0: It was hot, but you know what, man? Let's roll with it, man. It is what it is at this point. Yeah,
1: no, but, but yeah, like yeah, it.
0: we did a, we did another podcast with somebody else. I can't remember. Was it sarcasm? Oh, it was the fantasy. I think it was the fantasy. Uh, so I I I was doing fantasy
1: football podcast for man. I did that probably for a minute, and I think well, you remember, hopped on like I ball? was on the roller yeah
0: ball, for rollerballer when I was a ball, fantasy ball? football
1: okay. writer for like two years. And then I think you hopped on an co- episode of, or two of The Dream Team, which was another podcast I was on. Um, you might have been on. I feel like you might have been, we did been a on. Guess,
0: either we did a, we we did did a, a guest, guest spot majority. together. Yeah, with Sarcasm. With Sarcasm Are you with still
1: live? live. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. I think that was when we had the. Uh, oh, what was our sports podcast name?
0: Uh, what was it? Right? Uh it was a- I don't remember they should never give you niggas money. Report. It was Urban yeah. Sports Report.
1: USR. That was that's it. what it was. We did. We, we had like did 15 episodes, too.
0: We did a lot. Yeah, we rocked that shit. No
1: yeah. doubt. We so,
0: so right now, I don't even have a damn name for this podcast, right? So <laughs> I'm trying to find one, and we'll eventually jump on social media and see if people want to help us out, right? Well, you know they yeah. never should have gave you niggas money. It's still available. Yeah, I just want to let you know. It. We'll put that in. We'll put that on the list. We <laughs> it's not gonna make it. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Shit, I don't know. So look, I feel like it. I
1: just heard it. Just die. Y'all heard it die too. It's just. It's not gonna make it. Leo just vetoed it. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I didn't veto it. We put it on the list. It's spicy. I get it. <laughs> I it's too spicy. I mean, like honestly, yeah, so they should have given you. Give, they you got to give them the money. At so. the
0: end of the day, you got to give the people what they want, and if that's what they want,
1: okay.
0: That's I, fair. I might have to. Make some adjustments to the name, but I
1: think the the level of discomfort you have with it again because I can see you right now. Other people can't. The level of discomfort when I say that name that you have, like I see your face, be like,
0: mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: <laughs> "It's fun for it me," is what it but is. I know it's not it going to happen.
0: I mean, it might. If it does, if that's what the people want, man, I'm willing to see what's up with it. But look, nah, anyway, like you need to take a stand. We're not going to do
1: that. Nah, fuck that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that name. Also, I saw ourselves was gonna curse as much. My bad. We're not doing that name. Matter. Let
0: it go. You gotta, take a, you gotta stand go, somewhere. They should have gave us money, and we're never gonna they say should. they shouldn't have. And they very well could. They might. They might think about it. That's what they might do. They are gonna think about it, but then we ain't gonna get the shit. But so new name. They should have gave us niggas money.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop. So I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit. No, 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 no. You fine. So look, we gonna. I'm going I'm, 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 I'm gonna throw these out there. So we're we still trying to find a name for the podcast. Hopefully, by the time I drop this shit, we'll have a name of it. But look, so I said, here's what I got so far. So it's like a, the We Bored podcast. Because I'll be like bored and shit, and I want to do something. So this is what we're doing.
1: <laughs> okay. Or
0: like, okay, um, the All About Nothing podcast. Did that make any sense? Nah, sort of. Was, I feel like that was, exists was, already. <laughs> I almost. I bet that exists. Probably. I think I got the. Um, I like to talk. I like that okay. one. Actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We put a check by that shit. I like. I like All to right. talk. Take me serious, or right, even Let's talk about it. Take me serious. Let's yeah. talk about it. You know when that didn't Queen Latifah wasn't that like the her catchphrase when she had her. We dating ourselves now. Nah, people don't even ain't gonna believe Queen Latifah had like a talk show. show like talk me. show, right? Was she it? Did. Was let's her phrase, Let's talk about it. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. I think so. Somebody <laughs> Google that. Somebody YouTube that and see if that was. What's if up. I find that music, <laughs> if I find I that, did. maybe we go. Oh, that be gold. There we go. This yeah, is a podcast. This is a podcast. That I know has
1: been done. I actually can call that one. has been done.
0: <laughs> all that all been over done. the place. I'm all over the place. The AOP podcast.
1: Possibly. Okay, yeah.
0: that might be dope. Listen yeah, for that to one. this podcast. That might be some okay, Sug Knight like, type shit. Listen nah, to this like a, podcast. Who's Don't the dude whose
1: audio it. tag is like? Listen to these tracks.
0: Who is that? Um, who is that? Um,
1: uh, whose audio tag is that?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a producer. Yeah, it's a producer. I can't think of. We will probably have to Google yeah. it in a minute. But real talk, yeah. Listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. Nothing really standing out. We'll figure something out, man. We, if, if not, we'll drop this shit and we'll give it to the people. i give it something to stick. And then, like I said, if we can get like the five people that's following me on social media to vote for it and then we'll, <laughs> we'll legit come up with a name. That's what's up. So okay. I,
1: so we got to have something in the interim, right? So what are we calling this in the interim? Are we calling it like in the, the placeholder podcast, the interim? Oh, we can call it the interim. Right. Just how do people it's find like,
0: this? I don't know. Uh, just on pause. <laughs> I don't know this shit, man. I'm I like Unpause. How about uh, unpause. unpaused? We'll call it unpaused right now. Unpaused, but unpause. So the name is up kind of end. weird, but it was says unpaused. We're gonna start it like that, but we definitely gonna change the name to it. Name is up I'm in the, the
1: air. Reference. Yeah. So, and like, how how work. do people tell us their names? Do you want to hit us on Twitter?
0: They can get us hit us on, us on Twitter. So we'll okay. drop all that in a minute, or at the end of the show, we'll drop it, or we'll drop it in the middle of the show in mean, a minute. I don't give a damn. We'll do it. And what <laughs> full disclosure, I'm doing this drink champ style. I don't know what Jay's doing. Um, but I'm doing this drink champ style just a little bit, just a okay. little bit yeah you're oh, good so nice. i don't it's drink been, been unfortunately
1: yeah well, i I quit drink. i quit
0: drinking didn't have a conversation about this
1: i thought i told you this i quit drinking it's probably been about a year i haven't yeah. i haven't had a drink in about a year
0: well, congratulations brother
1: yeah it was um so like i think i know i've talked to you about the fact that god i don't know how much i want to say about this on you know fuck it so uh I black out when I drink. <laughs> um, I like I might as okay. I don't know. Why I'm trying to like pretend like I'm not a person. I am. I black out when I drink. Uh, the last time I got really drunk, uh, I was like, I need to stop drinking here because I'm close to blackout. And then I blacked out and I kept drinking, and so that's just scared me. It was I'm at a point where I can continue drinking, and it was a complicated series of steps to get my next drink. It wasn't just like I go ask for another one. It's like I had to like go prepare it myself, and I managed to do that while blacked out. So like it scared me to the point where I was like I don't I don't need this in my life. Uh, so I just quit drinking. And then like it wasn't. I don't know if like they. St- I don't know if it's I have a problem because I never feel the need to drink again. But I just got sick of blacking out. It was like I, you know, I like some self
0: control, man. And if you know you take it to a place that you don't want to be there, man. Yeah. You got to do it. You got to say, hey, you know, I got to cut. It. If you know for a fact you had to cut it all the way out, that's what's up. Yeah,
1: so I mean, I'm I will be, uh, not drunk through all of these episodes. I cannot promise not, not intoxicated. Not I can't so, promise not look, intoxicated. That's what I'm saying. Been I drunk can't in promise. Years. So look, I can't promise not intoxicated. Is what I'm saying. Okay, I well, won't we, have alcohol and I, I,
0: going. And I smell no what you're cooking. I know where you're going okay. with that. I live in but Seattle. Exactly. I haven't been <laughs> drunk in twelve years. See, I've, that's impressive. I got married, and I tried to be somewhat responsible. So I said, you know what? If I am going to drink, I'm not going to get drunk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what that I, I got married, and I was like, if I'm going to drink, I don't think I have it, what it takes to not black out. I'm really See, good these at these times it. when
0: you get married,
1: you got to- I'm really good at blacking out. Double, like, you got
0: to think about that stuff. You know, yeah. so when, when you when you're a single man, you'd be like, I don't give a damn let's drink until we black out and it's two days later when you get married you're like man yeah i really think about you know like, this stuff
1: i'm gonna segue i want to segue go
0: ahead segue
1: you made a solid point when you're married you think about things differently right absolutely has being married influenced how you approach like social media
0: i don't know what has social media like ever
1: impacted your marriage no,
0: absolutely not. I, I'm very responsible, I think, when it comes to social media, man. I, um, for the most part, man, I'm not even on social media like that, to be honest with you. Like, Twitter, man, I'm, I'm on there. It's like, I'm on there. Instagram, I'm on there. Facebook is probably, and I, that's why I feel kind of old, because, like, all the old folk be on Facebook and shit, right? <laughs> like, all the young cats, <laughs> they on, like, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Snap, TikTok. What TikTok? TikTok? Yeah, that's right. Well, it TikTok. Used to so be. if you be on like TikTok and all that shit, it's probably some new stuff that we don't even know about that they own, you yeah. know. So, but yeah, like social media never got me in trouble, man. It, I or it's it's not been a problem. It's not been a problem for me actually. So uh, you know, knock on wood, man. It's like I I know I got I set the boundaries and I know what's up, man. So I mean,
1: okay, so it's not impacting your marriage. Do you feel like it has any impact on your life? Then, like it sounds like you just pretty much you have social media accounts, but you're not like really using it.
0: When I get bored, I like out of boredom, I get on social media a lot and look at Instagram and stuff. I yeah. think that's probably the, for the most part, but it's not like it's something that I have to jump into per se. You know, so, I just I, get bored. I envy man. that. Jump on like that. I legit
1: envy that. I. Social media is something like I I, I kind of have to do. Well, I don't have to, but it's like it's part of something that I've decided I'm going to do. Okay, Does that makes sense. Elaborate. Um, so I'm a comedian. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but like,
0: no. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> real talk, real talk. He's a legit comedian, people. He's yeah. like real. Like, Like I get paid paid for this. All that shit. He gets paid for it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like exorbitant
1: amounts, but I get paid. Uh,
0: People say, but see, you got to understand. You got to give it to them. People think, I'm a comedian. uh, Oh, I'm professional. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, no, like, I'm. my taxes (laughs) um, had some (laughs) some stuff that I did claimed on it. That's the level of professional I'm at. My taxes involve what I'm doing. Uh, So, like, from a comedian standpoint, like, I kind of have to use social media. Like, it's really vital right now but even before like your presence on social media and like the influence on social media is how like you get out most of the things for your shows is how you kind of build a like an audience and a fan base because you have to get to a point where people actually show up at your shows repeatedly because they want to support who you are as an artist and then like you kind of can't get to that point in today's world without like either doing like a shit ton of shows everywhere which is kind of hard or like kind of utilizing social media to kind of reach more people.
0: Exactly. So you, I mean, like, that's what our world has come to, man. It's like, and it's, it's a great tool to have, man, to like market yourself, man, to put yourself out there, man, social media, but you can get caught up into a lot of other crazy stuff too on social media. And, you can get drawn in and sucked in real quick, man. And a lot of shit like I know Twitter, different type. Like especially when it comes to like political shit and everything else, man. You can get drawn in, man. And see, now I I've learned in my, I guess in my age now. That's what we put it. That like not to get take the bait. You know what yeah. I'm saying? At first, I'm like, oh man, I want to jump in, man. Fingers itching. I want to light. this summer going up. But now I'm like. Nah, man. I just read the comments and, and laugh and look at these other suckers and let them run it. You know?
1: You know, I think you, you're right about age being that. Because when I was younger, I was way more into, like, just mixing it up on Twitter. Like, I not even I want to prove a point. Just like, you said something I think is stupid, and I'm here to make you feel stupid. Like, I was into that energy at one point. <laughs> not, not so much.
0: <laughs> you, just, you were looking for a war.
1: That was my energy. Yeah, it was like, like, you should feel as stupid as what you said was
0: my energy. It's like, I'm here to make you feel that. I feel you. And see, like I said, I learned, so I did take the bait no more, man. I'm not going to go like comment for comment for comment for comment for comment and just keep going and going and going. Somebody sitting in their mom's basement with ain't shit to do, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You know, but that's it's some social media has some people all messed up like that, man. But look, check this out. Can we segue and like jump into some of the stuff we want to talk about? Cuz I mean, we, we 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 30 minutes in. Oh, uh, you on shit, the West Coast, we I'm are. on the East Coast.
1: We are deep in this.
0: I just saw We're that. we in this, man. Yeah, I'm like, "Damn." All right. So listen, go. we got a couple of topics we want to talk about, man. We're going to kind of run through them now, man, cuz we've been on here for a minute and um we both have a love for sports. We both have a passion for entertainment, man. So we want to kind of bounce this thing back and forth, man. One of the things that we were talking about was, <clears throat> excuse me, man, the whole uh, COVID-19 and how it's affecting sports, right? So, I like that you
1: coughed right before you said that.
0: <laughs> One thing, the Rona. That's going to the first tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Wait, are you for real? Like,
0: Google tell me where the... Nah, I'm so... I'm, I think I'm <laughs> I, good I, on that. I to
1: not give that away. I was like,
0: oh, hold up for real. <laughs> so, look, real talk. So, like, we we, in, we living in COVID now, which is crazy. We, like, halfway through the year. We're living through COVID-19. Um, It's affected, like, every damn thing, man. But, you know, we've been talking, having, like, conversations, of course, regularly about everything. So... Sports is cranking up. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like? Because, so one of my things is, I watch soccer. The EPL was able to finish out that season. The English Premier League was able to finish out that season. I think they did a pretty good job. You got like man, a couple won, of, like, or was it man, you did what? Was it, who won no, that? I don't even want to talk about who won that shit. A team called Liverpool or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I digress. But I think Korean baseball. By the way, Starting you happen back. to live in Korea. Korean baseball yep. was the first thing to crank back up. And in, in, um, then we went to soccer. I think soccer started to crank back up. Mm-hmm. Now we got a lot of American sports cranking back up, which I don't know why they're trying to do this shit, man, because we still got hot flaming spots all over this damn country. Yeah. But you know um, how do how you feel like this? Like, is this something that we can really do? with this virus or is this just like, mm. how do you feel about it, man? This, it's crazy. Cause I feel like it's crazy. So, I'm like, we should have shut this shit down and said, you know what? We'll see you guys in 2021. All right. I think it's,
1: I think it's case by case. And I was thinking about this today. Cause I was watching the NBA. They're doing scrimmages and they're about to like, actually start back with like meaningful games. But uh, like there's businesses around the NBA, the NFL, the MLB, the NHL, you know, the national leagues uh, that, you know, we're talking billion dollar corporations where there's a large amount of people who are just going to be without money. So I understand trying to find any way possible.
0: Professionally, to like, you got to get that revenue.
1: Yeah. I understand any way possible, to try to bring it back because, you know, th- these are large organizations that have jobs tied to them. And uh, while they can take a hiatus Uh, I understand looking for ways to come back. And I I think the NBA probably did it the smartest so far where they just put everyone in a bubble. Uh, They just like, you can't leave for two to three months. Uh, They're trying to control how many people come in and out. I don't
0: know. I don't know. Cause like, they try to put everybody in that bubble, man. But
1: but here's the other thing I'll say that uh, I appreciate about what the NBA did that I think is different from the NFL and MLB. They're all in one spot. They're not traveling from place to place and like going from maybe well, a hot well, spot, going to
0: let's be real about this. So we we kind of went into a playoff format with the NBA. So mm-hmm. like we were like half almost, we were over past the halfway point. We oh, were three all star game. games. Left. So yeah, we were almost yeah yeah. So I think in that aspect of it, the NBA lucked up. It was easy for them to do that. Yeah, they lucked out. So it's like well, I, don't,
1: I, don't. I think that luck? and the fact is like.
0: I mean, <laughs> I think it's lucky
1: because it's, it's 15. They only have like 15 players per team compared to like 50. And then like the full NBA team complete with staff is like maybe 35, maybe. And that's with all the coaches and the trainers. The full NFL team is like a hundred. And I think with the NFL, like an NBA, I can have three gyms or really just three courts, you know, side by side, run three games and all be in the same area. And the NBA players aren't traveling from place to place, potentially bringing the infection from place to place. So, like, while it's not ideal, like, I, it's not super safe for the players or anyone who's there.
0: No, uh, like, well, all in theory, in theory, doing the playoffs is a good thing. Yeah. Right? The way they're doing it. But now, there's season. no way in hell you would get a full season. Yeah, exactly. full season, that wouldn't have worked out very there, well. You see, now, American football, trying to do, like, full seasons, this is going to be weird. Well, American
1: American football. Their their problem is that uh, their teams are too big. Like the full team is too large. Like you're moving 150 to you know 150 people basically uh, from place to place. You're putting all those people. uh, You know, every time they travel, at risk they at any point within that travel can contract uh, a disease and then bring it to the city they're in. Everyone that they come in contact with, the nature of football itself is just spreading yeah, it everywhere.
0: This, this, you talking about outside of, you know, Olympic style wrestling. This is the most. This is a sport with the most contact. Period. I mean, you out there tackling and sweating and p- possibly bleeding. I mean, you you intimate yeah. man. You right into somebody else's chest, and it's like gonna be. I don't know, man. We're gonna the NFL is like. They on full cylinders though. They on something else, man. They on another one, like the NBA. Kind of thought out this whole thing with putting this tournament together in Orlando. I know the MLS. They did the tournament in Orlando, and it it, is working out for them. They've kept everything minimal. They had a couple of teams that had to tap out because of they had a lot of people test for COVID. Yeah, baseball is back running. They've had to cancel some games because it's they're not in the they in a somewhat of a bubble. They're trying to keep everybody together, but they're moving around. The they're travel. not in one place. So it's a it's a lot going on. So I think it was like Miami and the Phillies were supposed to play and they had to shut that down because they so this is a cluster either way you look at it. I think it's,
1: we have to try to factor in uh, the number of games that you are trying to play, the amount of people that you have to move, and then locations. So like, what you need to be able to function. And I think for the NFL and the MLB, uh, it's the number of games for the MLB that's going to really trip them up because like they're trying to pay, what, 130 games? No, and then for the NFL— the, um,
0: the, You're talking about well, for this season? MLB.
1: Yeah. MLB, if they're trying they to a full season. like 60 for this season. Right, and so like full
0: season is like hundred yeah sixty. So it's so like games, it's the man. amount
1: of games that you have to worry about mm-hmm. for the MLB because it's not the amount of players they can they can work with like a twelve to fifteen. You know that they they're similar in size to a, a basketball team, and I think honestly uh, it's the travel that you have to be concerned about as well. The fact that like they they don't just like the NFL if they really wanted to do this could just run this into uh, you know a tournament style where it's like if you lose you're out and you just play until like basically 16 games and whoever's left, left standing is the champion and we just crown that person
0: i mean well, by the way it's 116 oh, i'm sorry 162 mlb games and we basically try to cut it down to like from, yeah. yeah
1: but even then 60 games is such a large amount of times 19. that people are going to be essentially just being exposed you know repeatedly and like with baseball, you can't really do a, you know, traditionally, I don't think you could do like a, if you lose, you're out type playoff. But I think with football, I don't know why the NFL doesn't take it into like this year, you get one loss or even double elimination. Just shortening it to a point where like, you know, your team loses, that's it.
0: So let me ask you this. Like, we're continuing with sports. Like I said, mm-hmm. NBA has started their season up. MLS. MLB, NFL, of course. Are we really taking these champions serious in this shit? Like, real talk. Like, so are we really gonna say, okay, whoever wins the NBA championship, like that's what's up, or is this gonna all is it gonna be an asterisk? Basically, well, right now, what I'm saying. It's gonna
1: be right now, right now, probably an asterisk. But like, asterisks fade. Like, you remember uh, the lockout season for the NBA when uh the, was the Rockets won?
0: Yeah.
1: Do anyone make, does anyone like it, question? Was that 94, 95, 95, 96, 98, 90, was, 97, 98? MJ, MJ 97? was gone. Yeah. So MJ was gone. Lockout season happened. I want to say that was 97. It was right after he left. So 90, like 96, 97, 97, 98. 67. So I think some of the reason we don't question them is because they won like back to back. So like they won the very next year. So you know, obviously we don't question it. But I feel like the asterisk mattered way more in 97, 98 it didn't matter. Like now we just accept the Houston Rockets as a champion that year. So like, I feel like asterisks are something that we, we care about the closer we are to it. But as we get further and further away from it, we're not going to care about it.
0: But see, and here's I mean, I, my thing. Like just moving forward with the NFL season going on. And even what you could say MLB right now, because you're losing players. I know, mm-hmm. I know the Braves had a couple of players that tested negative, but they had symptoms. So they had to sit them anyway. And that's going to affect your team. So, like, we're moving forward. and Let's just say the NFL. You get a team, like, let's just – I'm going to just say like, hypoth- hypothetically the, the 49ers, San Francisco 49ers, right? Let's just say you get an outbreak with them and then you got, like, six or seven players and you got to sit them. You got to put some scrubs in or whatever. And, like – they want to, let's just say they want to, they won like four or five games and they were doing well and then all of a sudden, you know, they get hit. Mm-hmm. Does that, am I making any sense to you?
1: No, <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's kind of falls into like the injury category, right? So, I mean, it's it's just like, uh, you know.
0: But like, we know injuries happen like in the NFL. So you're going to have a couple of people, you know, that get mm-hmm. injured, but you might have seven, eight, nine people.
1: And that it falls into the. I think it still falls in the injury category. I mean, it's it's one of those things you can't really, you can't prevent it. So, uh, you know, injury. No matter what they do, they can't really prevent it. It just happens. It's relatively random. And if you lose players, you just have to figure out as a coach and as a staff how to game plan and prepare to the best you can of the players you have. And the idea is that we're
0: saying the first priority is let's try to keep most the majority of our players from getting this <laughs> um i mean
1: are we approaching this from a, a, a okay are we approaching this from a sports standpoint or from a health like a public health standpoint like which we one becomes from, sport, from right? a public we health standpoint
0: public. i mean we want to keep everybody from getting this shit man people okay people, so okay, from a okay, public so health, health football, standpoint disclaimer People, please wear your mask. Be safe when you go out in public, man. Let's do that. I mean, we're talking about this purely from a sports perspective right now. Okay, um, we're not talking about this from like a just regular day pandemic because we we're in the pandemic. We're just talking about the sports aspect of it and like uh-huh. how it's going to affect you know sports and going into playoffs and championships and all that from a sports perspective.
1: Then I would say that let's say I'm a coach of a team. Uh, and I've been thinking about this for the NBA because it's it's a legitimate problem for them. Uh, if I'm a coach for a team, I may have players who opt out, who decide not to play, uh, who get sick, and I can't control what happens in those cases. Uh, I think this is where the coach basically ends their earns their money. This is where you know you you factor it in the same way that you factor in uh, injuries because it could affect anybody at any point. If it affects you, uh, you try to like do things. For instance, if you are run into the playoffs, you don't have a ton of practices with your best players because you don't want to overwork them. So same thing. You want to try to limit exposure as much as possible so that your players are not exposed as often or have as much risk. But there's some risk. Just like there's risk of injury, there's going to be some risk of getting sick. And you just try to minimize as best as, best as possible and plan like, when it happens.
0: It's weird because, like, how is the league? You know, we saw... We see it now with the MLB canceling games, but it's like how far down that rabbit hole do you want to go? Because this could start popping up like all over the league, league, you know? So if you start canceling games, it's almost like, shit, we just got to stop it and then start it back over at some point. If you start to cancel a multitude of games, you know? I feel like the MLB is hoping
1: for a vaccine. Like they're like, if we just start – and we get a vaccine, then it's not going to matter. Oh
0: man, come on! I feel, I feel we, like the, we, I feel
1: like they're hoping for a vaccine. It's, it feels like they really did start and just think we can cancel these games, cancel these games. But if in October, in November, December, there's a vaccine, our season's still going strong. We turn the corner in January.
0: Just so many, it's so many question marks with that damn vaccine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, a lot. You know,
0: it's just, but it's, I think
1: they're banking on that.
0: It's just all of this is weird, man. It's affected every aspect of life. And, you know, sports is one of the things that, you know, we watch. And You know, for me, sports is like an outlet. You know, I like to watch sports, man. And, you know, for two hours, if I'm watching that football game, that baseball game, it's like I'm not focused on anything else. But it's funny now because this pandemic has affected our life all the way around. So it's like you can't help but to think about how is what's going to happen from day to day with like you know you turn on ESPN and it's like okay they're going to cancel some more games like really, so it's it's really weird man it's just a weird I don't know I don't know
1: it's it's unprecedented we've never been in this situation before when it comes to uh, how to actually move forward when in the world of sports Um, I don't think there is a good answer to any of this. Uh, I don't think there is a way to, you know, bring risk down to zero percent, or even bring risk down to what it was pre-COVID nineteen. And I don't know if I don't know if there is a truly responsible way to to have sports. I get the value of it, and I understand like wanting to have something to like remove you from where we are, especially now. But at what risk? I guess is the question I have. Like, what are we risking and what are we like like if we stop sports for like two or three months and we get out of this can we start back but if we have it and we try to like do both does that extend how long it takes for us to get out of this nonsense that
0: we're in right now i think for the most part man we wanted a lot of us looked at sports and said okay hey if they can start this back up we can get back to some sense of normalcy Mm -hmm. like you know and say okay you know what Sports is back. Because for a while, when we shut it, most of the country shut down. We didn't have anything. We were trying to figure out, okay, so what is going to give us some normalcy? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when you start to see sports leagues crank back up, that's when you feel like, okay, we're moving in the right direction. But, of course, in this country, we're still like, we, we, we're nowhere near flattening the curve. No, you know, and it's it's kind of like I don't know, man. For me personally, not to keep digging too much into this, man, but I think we we kind of we jumped the gun. Oh, that's yeah. is my opinion. We really, really did jump the gun, man. One hundred percent, we jumped the gun.
1: I like yeah. how this is controversial for you. We one hundred percent jumped the gun in so many places. We needed. We needed six to eight weeks of a legit shutdown, and we got two lockdown. We got two weeks of lockdown,
0: and and if that, it was a soft two. You know how we like play space, and you say this was a soft two week lockdown Uh because in this country, man, people's like, okay, we're on lockdown. Okay, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like people still doing their thing, man, and like I live in a state, I live in a state now, you know where Georgia. We were one of the first to open it all the way back up. And we didn't just say, okay, we our governor said, you know what? He, we opened it up. Go get your haircut. Go get your nails did. All that, yeah. man. It was so, encouraging
1: people too, like, go on out there.
0: Go do it. Go do yeah. it. Yeah. So it's crazy, but like we'll see how this shapes out, man. And hopefully we can revisit this later on, Jay. But it's something else I want to talk about. I know we've been itching okay. to talk about this, man. Uh so I want to move into this. So I'm I know you're ready to talk about this one. I got a topic for us to talk about, man. And I can't wait to September to get here. Because hopefully the pandemic won't affect this. And I'm a real talk. Like, I've been waiting almost 15 years for this. And I didn't know if it was going to ever happen again. But we got a fight coming up, Jay hmm um it's not Dante Wilder it's not uh Floyd Mayweather it's not Manny Pacquiao no, we was got it, uh Jamal Charlo no it's not Jamal Charlo Pascal Jack Pascal Jack no <laughs> we got
1: um uh, like, Gam- Gamboa
0: no we got some real legends okay to get them up real legends some real Okay. Yeah, real legends So we talked about this off off the air. And it was funny because we were like, wow, this is really about to happen because this is a boxing match. I should I should have laid out with that because it not UFC, not MMA, but this is a boxing match, real talk. We got an exhibition match coming up. I think it's an eight-round yeah. exhibition match coming up in September, September the twelfth. Two legends, two people that we grew up watching that dominated the sport of boxing like in their era. Um So, Mike Tyson is going to fight an exhibition match against Roy Jones Jr. coming up here September the 12th. Mm -hmm. And this is very, this is crazy. So, we've seen the social media uh, snippets of Mike Tyson training. 54 year old Mike Tyson, by the way, who hadn't fought since 2005. Mm -hmm. You see him in the gym. He's like, looks like he's in shape. He's ready. I'm like, damn, Mike's big, man. And he's like, we were thinking, is he going to get back into the ring? Is he going to do something? Is he going to pull a George Foreman or whatever and try to go back after this belt? And, like, legit, he was like, okay, they figured it out. So now they're going to do an exhibition fight, him and Roy Jones. Now, that's the scary part, though, because I there's some clips floating around the internet of Roy Jones. Hey, <laughs> man, man, no. <laughs> Bruh, like, <laughs> I don't know. So yeah. Roy Jones is the one. Mike is 54 and mm-hmm. these are two extraordinary fighters. These guys like legends in the sport of boxing. And they're coming back to to entertain basically to entertain us to do this exhibition, man. Yeah. So like how are you looking forward to this?
1: Um well as as you know, boxing is my combat sport of choice. Like that's that's my shit. I'm into it. Um yeah. I, I will say this. Uh, I, I talked about this with you before. Uh, it's a fight that we all kind of wanted to see because of the uniqueness of both both men fighting. So Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Uh, are uniquely positioned as fighters who were more known for their physical prowess than they were for uh, their actual like boxing skill. Like they did not box a lot of opponents. They were just sheer well, power, sheer speed. Well, Roy Jones Jr. especially. Roy Jones-, Roy Jones Jr. is a terrible boxer. Don't get me wrong. He I don't mean that disrespectfully. I don't mean that disrespectfully, but if we're uh, showing someone like now Mike Tyson in his prime, I think is a good example of a of an inside fighter. But Roy Jones Jr. really was never truly disciplined. He just got so, by on jo- his physicality.
0: Look, so, so Roy Jones, I want to think, I want to say he paved the way for somebody like a Floyd Mayweather, right? Mm-hmm. Um, pure athlete. Roy Jones, you know like, could, like, now he could box, but the thing about Roy Jones, he would, he would take a fight, like, literally, and say, okay, this is how I want to do it. This is what I want to do, and set it up, and boom. And that's how he would do things, man. I never saw fighters dictate, like, to, it's like, I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. and you're not going to stop it. And I'm not trying that to that take was, anything that,
1: away from him. And I'm I'm not trying to take anything away from Roy Jones Jr and what he accomplished and and who he was. I mean he's, you know, a person who was a heavyweight champion. He won titles, he was in the contention for you know, pound for pound. So I'm not here to say that like he is not a great fighter. Uh, I guess the reason I am excited is because uh, Roy Jones Jr is a fighter that was known more for his ability physically than for his boxing skill. And at 51, you can't rely on that physical ability anymore. Now it requires you to have boxing skill. And what I would love to see is Roy Jones Jr. finally show that boxing skill. And he has a good opponent to show the skill against because Mike Tyson, Man. again, is is known for... Uh, what is it? He's the one who said, everybody's got a plan so you get punched in the mouth. And Mike Tyson is... That dude, he is the dude who, like, you game plan for, and he's known for breaking apart game plans. He still he, looks he, he, sharp. He looks very, very
0: sharp. And the yeah. thing is, it's, it's like, man, I don't know if I'm buying this, man, because it's like, like I said, we've seen, we saw, you Google it, go on, follow Mike on Instagram. We see him working out, man, and he, he literally looks like he's still the baddest man on the planet at 54 years old. Well, I, I've seen some videos of Roy Jones getting his back cracked by a chiropractor, man. He looks like he's 80 years old. I'm like, I'm, I'm like legit scared for this dude. I'll be real.
1: Last time I saw uh, Roy Jones Jr. around boxing, he was training. So he was training a oh, – fuck, I forgot the old dude's name. He was training a box who lost, by the way. So he was on a Showtime box, and I was watching like uh, SCB, and they were talking to him before. He's like, oh, he's got a lot of talent, a lot of skills. If he can get in there and mix it up in box, he'll, he'll definitely win this match. Uh, got his – ass kicked all around the ring for all the eight minutes so like roy jones jr is it's interesting to me because i want to see uh who who these men have become so mike tyson i'm paying attention to the fact that he's known that if if you try to box with him and if you really outskill him he gets impatient he gets upset he gets frustrated and he's you can pick him apart Uh, and traditionally when he was younger when he got frustrated and upset, he would just start slugging so much Charging. that you couldn't withstand it. His opponent would just get beaten with all but the let's be realistic,
0: man. Like, Rud Jones won the belt several weight classes, right? Mm-hmm. I think he beat, like, John Ruiz for the heavyweight title. He actually won the heavyweight title. He beat John Ruiz. Mm-hmm. John Ruiz. It's not Mike. It's not Iron Mike. I mean, like I said, this. It's intriguing,
1: is what I'm saying.
0: Very intriguing, man. This is like they're going to take my money cuz I want to see this shit.
1: And I'll be real with you, I think if it were Mike Tyson trying to like go against like Tyson Fury or a Deontay Wilder or you know challenge Joshua or try to get him into contention for a heavyweight belt, I would be against this. I think at 54, uh I don't want to see a 54, 54-year-old man try to beat a 34-year-old. Like I don't know if Look, did you George. watch the
0: Let's, let's remember George Foreman came back and won the belt. I didn't enjoy the that.
1: Time.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> did you did it. So I I did mean, did like, you
1: watch um, what was it, Klitschko versus Joshua? I did. So Joshua, I think 25, Klitschko 41. And like while it was an entertaining fight, ultimately what ended up happening was just they got into late rounds and Klitschko just couldn't hang. Couldn't hang, yeah. And that's... Why I like the idea of older boxers, and I, I hope more older fighters, I mean, especially it boxers. Mike, Mike. It might
0: literally come out there, man, and 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 touch your ass, like he really come out there and put them paws on you. Because I mean, we know, like I said, Mike, Mike can really, he can really see through it. But we, and, and another thing is too, like if he's fighting, like you got Wilder. And what's the who, who's the heavyweight now? The the Gypsy King, what's Wilder, Joshua,
1: here? Fury. Those are the three big right right yeah,
0: These I guess guys technically so, Luis Ortiz too. Yeah, technically Ortiz. That's, yeah. So these guys are not the heavyweights who we used to looking at twenty years ago. Like I said, you know, no. back then you had Tyson, you had a uh, Razor Reddick, you had I think Lennox Lewis was like the tallest heavyweight. That you had yeah, back Gabe then, Mike Tyson which, like, fits, by the way. Like, yeah, exactly. These guys now, nah, all these some bitches like seven feet tall. Mike yeah, Tyson, like, five eleven.
1: He's five eleven, uh, but you know, Wilder's six seven, Fury six nine, Joshua six six, yeah. and uh, there's a reach issue. And Mike Tyson traditionally has had a problem with reach. Like, if you have reach on him, you can frustrate him. And that's what I'm saying. I'm curious to see if he's still that person. Does he still get frustrated easily? I mean, at 54, he's been through so much in life that maybe he's a little bit more calm. Maybe he's a little bit, you know, wiser. I'd love to see a, a calm, wise Mike Tyson with, like, 80% punch strength.
0: Because the last time, to be honest which is the last time we saw Roy Jones do something, like, because Roy Jones, believe it or not, has fought, I think, all the way up until, like, 2018, like two years ago. Like he fought somebody over some bum over Russian got knocked out or something like that. So, yeah, Mike hasn't fought in 2005. What, like, what are we getting out of this ultimately, man? They're gonna do this in September. So, is this gonna be somebody's coming out party or are they just doing this to see if um, they still got it? Like, what the? Because I'm trying, I mean, I, I wanna see it, but I'm trying to figure out where is this going. Here's my suspicion
1: I think this is Mike Tyson trying to see if he has what it takes to legitimately like professionally challenge uh for a heavyweight title i think he he's looking at people like deontay wilder who was able to hold on to a a heavyweight title for you know three four years and arguably isn't a very skilled boxer they're punchers and you know tyson fury skilled but you know more of a He's not so much a skilled boxer as he is just uh, a trickster. Is the way I describe him. He's cunning. So like he, I, he I uses, agree with you yeah, like like James Harden is to basketball. Like James Harden, realist, I would never take would away. Be
0: the heavyweight division of boxing has been trashed for like the last twenty, thirty years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like yeah, and I think, I think that's what. And and it still Kingsco is. that shit for like a it, it still he, is. So,
1: it still is a bit trash. And I think it's there's not, no one as
0: nostalgic as it was, you know, when we watched no. boxing growing up.
1: And I think Joshua probably of of anyone has the chance to be uh the closest to what we would think of as being like what Lennox Lewis was in his time. But what happened to Lennox Lewis is he had no one to fight. Lennox Lewis didn't have anyone to fight. Everyone he fought was yeah, just it, it, it fell off. Yeah. Like literally, yeah. I
0: think when when Lennox Lewis became he retired. Champ, yeah, it was like it fell off. You know, he 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 be Holy, he beat everybody that was up there, and everybody was like, "You know what? Whatever. Yeah, it is what it I is." Think MMA he, he popped off, off. Yeah. And
1: then. Yeah. So there are some heavy, but that's what I'm saying. Now there are heavyweight contenders that exist, and I think it's it's enough of a field where you can you can mix it up and get some contention. Uh, there's some legitimately good heavyweight contenders: uh, Luis Ortiz, um, Deontay Wilder, and Tyson could try to line up a fight with one of them. I think someone like Wilder. I think someone like Wilder would like line up a fight with him, especially if he beats Roy Jones Jr. like convincingly. Let's say Tyson comes out and puts Roy Jones down in like the first round. I think he has a legitimate ability to try to get a Wilder to get like a Luis Ortiz or so a heavyweight go right contender to right, fight him.
0: Putting Roy Jones to sleep, possibly like in the first round, because I don't see it going any other way. That's what to saying. getting really legit a legit shot at, at Wilder? You really think so?
1: I think if he if he comes out and he looks, and and when I say sharp, I mean not just in the hitting, it's in his ability to to dodge hits, his ability to, you know, how patient he is, how much he's sitting on his punches, like how much he's really boxing as opposed to the brawler that he is. I think if he comes out and he still has punching power and he has the ability to box, he has a real argument for being able to at least contend. The only reason uh, that he would not get a shot is that people believe that he does not deserve it. But if he drops Roy Jones Jr. like a younger man would drop him, then maybe we get a shot at uh, a Luis Ortiz or uh, a Sturvell or um, at a lower tier heavyweight that's still in contention. And if he drops a lower tier heavyweight, now we're looking at maybe yeah. I can actually contend for it. And that's something he might be able to do in, in the course of about two years while he still has like a little bit of okay. power and still has the will. I mean, like
0: I said, we'll see. I mean, my prediction is ugly fight. And, and, and not Roy Jones silly. Because last time we saw Roy Jones, but right at his before the decline, goddamn. Who ooh, Tarver crossed that man's eyes up. Oh, my God, man. I remember that fight. I could, see, I could see him falling to the canvas. That was ugly. I hope Mike don't do his ass like that. But, hey, it's, it's a strong possibility, man. It's a strong possibility. But, look, man, we've been – you know, we've been at this for a minute now. We've been on this yeah. podcast for a, I want to talk about a couple other topics, man, and we're gonna we gonna we're gonna call it quits. Okay. So like we still, you know, it's a pandemic going on, and I know you've been like watching a lot of TV. You'd watch a lot of Netflix. Um, yeah. Netflix Hulu. Uh so I have a
1: couple of different streaming services, but I have Netflix Hulu, Showtime, HBO Max, and VRV for my anime. So I watch a lot of so different like- stuff.
0: So like what's been? Oh, so we're gonna talk about. We're gonna move into like some some shows. I know it's a crazy ass segue. We go right from sports into <laughs> TV. I think it works. I don't give a damn. Whatever. We that's what we're gonna do. Right into talking about TV shows and shit. It's a pandemic. We watching TV. Everybody's out here watching TV, right? So like, what have you found yourself watching that you normally wouldn't watch? Like Great question. so. You know, we we we've been watching shows forever. We have like our genres of stuff that we like to watch, and it's like, okay, hey, I'm gonna fire this up, and this is what I'm gonna watch. But I think being on lockdown, the pandemic changed us. Like we ran out of shit to watch, and then all of a sudden we had to fire up other stuff. It's like we flicking, we going like looking at Netflix and Hulu, and like, okay, I want I got something else on to watch. So tell me something that you found yourself like watching, and it was like, okay. That's what, that's what I'm on right now. That's, I watched it Or uh, what you want to recommend. Uh, hmm.
1: Okay. What you so got I got some, I actually ripped out my phone for this. Cause uh, there was one, so there's one thing I watched. I was trying to find the name of, and if I don't find it in the next couple of minutes, I'm not going to talk about it. So I'm not going to talk about it and find it. All right. So the thing that I started watching uh, that I was really into was Midnight Diner. Uh, it's like this Japanese show. I think we talked about it a little bit. Uh, it's a Japanese show. It's a vignette show. It's a lot like if you've ever seen, um, high maintenance
0: like, is it a library or something.
1: Uh, no. It's like, have you ever seen high maintenance on HBO? Pa- no, nah, I ain't
0: gonna lie
1: shit. So here's what high maintenance is. And then actually here's what the show is. So the show revolves around a diner for, uh, this is for midnight diner. The diners open, uh, from midnight to seven in the morning. That's why it's called midnight diner. And people come into the diner and they order specific food that, like, brings memories to them. And it's all kind of like like bar food, right? Like Japanese bar food. And the entire show is a story about these people and their memories connected to the food that they eat. And then at the end of the show, they tell you how to make the food. It's, really? Yeah. It's called Midnight Diner. Uh, it's the saddest, most inspirational show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's, it's, like, super deep. And there's times I'm like, like people, like I have literally been sitting on the couch, like laying on the couch crying watching Midnight Diner. Like, I can't believe this happened. Like, I can't believe they died. Like, did that person die? Like, and it's like you'll be in a diner and they're like eating like some ridiculous soup. And the next thing you know, they're at the hospital and dying. You're like, what the fuck just happened? So, so
0: what is it? So, what we, is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix.
1: Uh, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna do all Netflix. So, Midnight Diner on Netflix, really have been into that. Uh, I have also been watching, um, well, High Maintenance is on HBO, so I'm not going to call it out. Uh, I've been watching... Um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's called uh, Simple. It's uh, 15 minutes long. It's... Uh, as I just found... There it is. Is it Simple? No, Special. I'm sorry. I call it Special. It's 15 minutes long. Each episode is. And it's about uh, a man who is dis- disabled and hiding his d- disability. Uh, he's also gay and hiding that he's gay. But he just came out as being gay, oh, wow. but he's still hiding that he's disabled.
0: It's a lot of layers to this shit.
1: Yeah. So he's, he, the writer of it is gay and disabled. He really did hide being both gay and disabled. He just told people he had been in an accident and not that he was like, uh, he has cerebral palsy, but he would tell people, oh, it was an accident and like just, you know, just fucked up my leg so that he wouldn't have to talk about being disabled. And it's called Special. And then the other one uh, is Bruno, it's 15 minute episodes as well. It's about a man and his dog in the Bronx, and it's
0: amazing. You should
1: totally check it out.
0: Okay. So we're gonna fire some of that up because I ain't got nothing to do. I going to be off for like the next several days. Can't go nowhere, can't do nothing. Yeah. Um so we'll fire those up. Bruno, Midnight, Diner, and what was other? Um Special. Special. What have fire. you been watching? Okay. So like I have a couple of shows that I got into. Um the first one. Tiger King. we going to talk about that shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. No. So one of my go-to shows on Netflix, they got, a, they had a new season called, um, the show was called, uh, last chance you,
1: have you ever watched it? Um, I have recommendations to watch it. I have not seen it yet, but okay, I have, so I think but, they're I've like several people. They ran too. like
0: three or four seasons of it. I've just watched the, the, um, the, the, la- the latest season. Um, they were in Oakland so basically the premise of the show is they go to these uh, junior colleges where you got these athletes that are basically on trying to make it, you know, for whatever reason, they play ball and they didn't make it, you know, to a D1 school or a D2 school or whatever. So they got to go to JUCO to kind of prove themselves. It's like the last chance to make it big. So it's a very intriguing show. And this year they are in California – in Oakland at the school called Laney and it's pretty good i've I've got into a, the the backdrop was Oakland and how it's being gentrified so that's like they worked that into the storyline as well uh Laney is the the college they just came off of winning the national championship so it's been pretty good that's that's what I've been watching um I got into outer banks on Netflix which is pretty good. Buy some kids up in North Carolina uh, living in basically in the Outer Banks, the, the East Coast of North Carolina. That's been pretty cool. Um, All American. It's another sports-related show. Yeah. <laughs> been pretty cool. It's on Netflix. I fired it up, man. So it's a lot of stuff. It's been have pretty seen, cool. So I recommend those three. Have you seen Raising Dion? So we got like I have a rule, so let me talk about this rule. All right, okay. I have a I have a two episode rule, mm-hmm. meaning I give you two episodes, and if I can't get invested, I'm out. I hit the eject button. Okay. For those millennials who don't know what it is, back in the day we used to have VCRs and DVD players, and if you didn't like something, or if you had to you had to physically hit an eject button.
1: <laughs> you know I'm a, I'm a millennial, right? I've seen a I've seen a VCR. <laughs> I've seen a VCR. I've seen a DVD. Well, you like
0: you at the top <laughs> of the millennial chain, dog. You like right. We're, we're
1: not dumb. <laughs> well, anyway,
0: I digress. going back, we drive cars. So, <laughs> so yeah. So they raising raising Dion, but can you drive a manual? Mm, I do yeah, drive a manual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you you like the last of a dying breed. I'm the last, yeah. Key writing cool. I had to look for it. Key writing curses. I don't. Yeah, but I. So you're not it. technically a millennial. I you was no. Nope. Like I fall. Bubble. I fall in.
1: It's nineteen eighty. You fall
0: in, but you're on the bubble.
1: Yeah, I'm. At, I'm uh, older millennial, I'm so like I remember too. that stuff. I remember VCRs and.
0: Yeah. So you're not like a <sighs> true true millennial. I don't count you as a millennial, man. I put that's, you in the boat. That's rude. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> anyway, that's so, fair. Though. So those that's three fair.
0: Shows on Netflix, like real talk, um, Last mm-hmm. Chance You, it's pretty good. Out of Banks, mm-hmm. All American. Mm-hmm. Um, It was another show. I want to say it was On My Block, If that sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, yeah, Some kids out in California. Yeah. I got into that. Something, and that's a show that I wouldn't even really gave a chance, you know, like, but because of the pandemic and having time to watch some stuff, I kind of was like, I cleaned up my DVR watching the normal stuff that I watched, like The Flash and, Mm -hmm. um, Arrow and all that stuff. So I was like, I got to find something else to watch. And I was going through Netflix and I found that. So it's called on my block. I didn't have anything fired up, but I, uh, yeah, on my block on Netflix was pretty good. I watched like the, the two seasons, uh, I think two or three seasons of that about some kids out in Cali. It was pretty good. But last chance you, if you get a chance, if you like sports, fire that up and all American, of course, is about sports. Pretty, pretty good and well, and uh, well put together. So that's that's what I was I was rocking with and Tiger King.
1: Uh,
0: Tiger King. Yeah. Uh,
1: you know what? I there's I don't want to talk about Tiger King. Like, there's so much I, I, I can't. I'm
0: so burned out. I've had fun on this podcast, man. We the time has got away, man. Um I want to try to wrap this thing up, man. And of course we're gonna come back. And, and do another one, man, and we'll find some more stuff to talk about. But, look, this is something that I wanted to to get out and talk about. We I don't think we've really talked about it, but this is something I want to know. I want to get your feedback on. So, like, we'll talk about, like, music for a second here. Okay. This is something that bothers me. So we grew up, like, our generation, like, hip-hop, we hip-hop babies. Like, we were born, like, literally at the start of hip-hop. Like, hip-hop came into play when we were growing up, when we were born. Like, literally, I was born the same year. I'm telling my age now. The same year that Sugar Hill Gang dropped Rapper Delight, right? Mm -hmm. So now... Of course, like with everything else, hip-hop has evolved. So we have a lot of young hip-hop artists, and we're older now. So let me get to the point. (laughs) Is there an age cutoff when it comes to listening to music because he, this is where I'm getting at. Like I was, I had a conversation with some of my coworkers, mm-hmm. and we we're talking about music. And I still like listen to a lot of this, like I listen to Migos, mm-hmm. I listen to like Young Dolph, I listen to the Pop Smoke, mm-hmm. R.I.P. to Pop Smoke man. I really got into his stuff, man, and I'm feeling him. Like the the his first album and this the album that he just dropped a minute ago. Well, they He's gone, but he, they just dropped an album. Mm-hmm. And one of my co was like, really? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm feeling it. He was like, dude, you too old to be listening to that. So basically, so what I want to ask you is, Jay, is there an age limit? Like, at some point, do you have to just get stuck in like an era of music? Meaning that, you know, like for us, we were in that era of – Outcast, 8-Baller, MJG, UGK, like that 90s era of hip-hop going into the early 2000s where we that was it. So like as you get older, you can't enjoy like the new stuff that comes out because it doesn't relate to you or like how does that work? How do you feel um, about that?
1: Well, I mean everybody's different, right? So like, like I listen to a bunch of, I listen to all new stuff in general but All right. So I'll say this. I think it's, it depends on the person, but I don't think you're too old to listen to a certain artist or certain genres. I think especially with hip hop, hip hop is built on the past. So like a lot of the new stuff, for example, is just using stuff that I'm familiar with and that I loved as a kid and just being reworked. And I think there's times when I've seen artists do that and I've really appreciated it because it's like, oh, I know that sample. I know that song. And now it's being used a different way. Um, I will say this though, there is an age that you just can't fuck with all the stuff people are talking about. So there's a point where like, I, I can't, I can't give a fuck about Migos talking about going to the club. I don't care. I just, I can't care about it. I want to, it sounds great. Like when they're like, oh, we're sh- running through traffic, shooting the cops.
0: I can't. What I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Like, but at some point you can't take like a lot of people take music literal, right? Mm-hmm. But li- Music is entertainment. Just like if you yeah. watch a movie, like you watch a movie, and you see people shooting up shit and doing all that stuff. You know, it's a movie. It's a movie. Yeah, ninety five percent of the time, these guys are not living the lifestyles that. Oh, they of course, they all be in jail or you know, dead. Exactly, and most of the stuff when you hear music, the thing that draws you in for the most part is like the beat. That's the first thing that's going to draw you in. Like, mm-hmm. cause you can have trash ass lyrics, and then like, but you hear that beat, and it's like, oh, I'm in it. You know what I'm saying? I get into it. So, like the whole aspect of like listening to music, you want to listen to stuff that you relate to, but at the same time, sometimes you get caught into it and you realize it's just it's purely entertainment, right? That's why we connected to it. It's purely entertainment.
1: I, I so I guess what I'm saying is, as I've gotten older, I just got to a point where like. I started paying a little bit more attention to the lyrics as they came through, and I gravitate now more towards songs where lyrically, I, I guess lyrically, it's something I either believe in or I relate to. So lyrics became more important to me as I got older. I guess is the best way to put it. Okay. And so, like, I feel like it's, I feel like this: if you can end a meeting, let's say you're a meeting at work, you're like, hey, so thanks for listening, and you can do that and end the meeting and sit down and everyone's like well goddamn, you know if, if that happens then you're not too old but if you would be reticent to end your meetings if you're reticent you know mama if you're reticent to do that at a meeting <laughs> then maybe maybe you might be a little too old I'll still I'll, I'll end a meeting right now <laughs> I will hop on the phone with someone in another country and just be like
0: I'm done. Mama. <laughs> I'm out. I mean, it like I said, I just wanted to get another opinion on this, man. Because like I said, it was kind of like I felt awkward because like, they was like trying to clown me. Like, you really? You listening to Migos and Pop Smoke and all that shit? I was at the gas station the other day, man. I got out and I don't look that old, but I was listening to something. I don't know who it was. I want to say it was like was it? It was Little Baby or somebody? Dub Baby. And that's a oh, lot of rappers. Yeah, Little Baby. I but fuck with. Little Baby is high. I, I, I yeah. rock with Little Baby. I rock with. You know, I live in Atlanta, so I rock with all the Atlanta rappers. You know, I'm rocking with all the Atlanta rappers, man. Some of them be trash as hell too, but I'm like, man, they repping the spot. They repping the hood, man. I gotta rock with them, man. But like, Gunna, for the most part, like, I'm on Little Baby. I'm on Gunner. I'm on Thug. I'm on Migos. I'm on I'm on all of them. And like I said, I just started rocking with this Pop Smoke. And I, I think I heard a song featuring um, Quavo with Pop Smoke. And that's what drew, drew me into him. But yeah, I kind of got clowned with it, like having a conversation at work. Like they were still talking about like, you know what I'm saying, Riding Dirty, UGK. And I'm like, man, that was like 25 years ago. Shit. Y'all still listening? Y'all still rock. I mean, it's cool. And I still listen to Riding Dirty, UGK. It's classic. But like, I want to listen to something new. I'm not stuck, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just, like, when you get to a certain age, you got to get locked in into like, what? that's it. you done. Well,
1: also, I feel like the comparison is unfair because, like, when you look at every other genre, it didn't really continue past the generation. Like, R&B is still going, but if you look at, like, disco or, like, the pop from the 60s, like, it's changed so much that every generation kind of latched onto something new. And when you look at our generation, we started with hip hop there hasn't been a different or new thing like trap music has came out of hip hop and like there's been different subgenres but it's yeah, all punk, crew falls yeah, under
0: bounce, yeah, yeah yeah trap yeah
1: but that all fell under the 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 umbrella of hip hop so this is still our genre and if there's another genre that pops off uh and that comes out of this that's just completely you know feels new and different and fresh like hip-hop did to disco like disco did to the pop music of the 60s like the pop music of the 60s or i guess rock and roll did to that previous pop until we hit that i don't know if we're really too old to listen to something that's within the genre that we were born in like just because you don't like the way it's moved or just because other older people may not like the way it's moved doesn't mean that it, it doesn't make sense for you not to listen to music to the, and that's in the genre that you were born in. You were born in hip hop. Like you belong to this. This is, and it's more just it's the music it's a culture. And so like, if you were born in this culture and you live and were raised in this culture, all this shit is speaking to you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like I said, classics classics going to be classics, man. Like I said, uh, I'm very uh, partial to Southern hip hop because that's what we connect to growing up in the South. Like um and we listen to everything. Like I said, when, when I think we grew up in the nineties, you know what I'm saying? We listened to a lot of stuff out of New York, but then when we started to hear people like Outkast, UGK, A Ball j g it was like at that point, that's what we stuck to. You know, and but we still listen to like the everybody from up north, man. But you know, we was like we were filling everybody from the south. And then I still like rock with a bunch of the southern rappers coming out now. Like the, like I said, and I just named them. Um but what I'm on right now, like I said, man, uh, meet the Wu Two, the Pop Smoke album. I think it's really, really good album. Uh, something to ride to, just really, you know, entertaining. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes I want to get deep into lyrics, if that makes okay. it any sense. Like I want to yeah, put something. I, I wanna love Walker ride. for that. I want to sit there and think about. Like I love Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. but sometimes you know you got to sit there, and you got think about what he you know, bring it to you. But sometimes I just want to put something in and I want to ride and I want to say, okay, this this shit ride. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just not, like, really think about it. I mean, I'm thinking about it. I'm listening to it, but at the same time it just, you know, it's 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 bumping. You know what I'm saying? It's riding. I like it. Yeah, no, I feel that.
1: Everything like, ain't
0: got to be deep. Everything ain't got to be goddamn Nas, mm-hmm. Illmac, and you know, Kay, Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. You know, they, I know I get it. Yeah,
1: no, I You're feel like, have- I feel like you know there's a space for for like some ignorant shit too. Like I mean I I, I fuck with Waka <laughs> Heavy. You know what I'm saying? There's a space for it.
0: <laughs> it and like I said, Walker, shout out to Waka, man. That's my boy. I love man. Waka. Yeah.
1: Oh I will, I, I will work out my workout playlist man. is like just Waka Heavy.
0: Hard in the paint is like the hardest song that has come out in like the last 10 years. will get you just like hype man you'll be ready to go outside and like start flipping over cars and shit like
1: (laughs) yeah yeah no that um oh what song was it? i was listening to his verse on wild boys i don't even listen to the machine gun jelly machine gun kelly verse i'm not into it but his verse on wild boys just starts with him yelling and ends with him yelling and it's the best shit ever i love it so i mean i feel you
0: but yeah, so what? So, like I said, I just told you, Meet the Woo Pop Smoke. Is there an album that you, a, a new album that just came out, or just an album in general that you've been kind of rocking with? Yeah, um,
1: so uh, the last real new album I think I was into was uh, Run Jewels 4. I think that's the last okay. thing I really okay. was Killer listening Mike, to. I, out
0: Killer Mike. Mike.
1: Yep. Uh, and then what else have I been listening I just found. Um, it's not a Southern artist, but I just found like all the stuff that Vic Mensa did. But if we're talking, I have a whole like playlist with this. That's why you see me looking at my phone. And if you're listening, yeah. you can hear me look at my phone.
0: Like I got a like, playlist right now, man. Like what you got on my lit playlist. This like the playlist that I rock, like go to all the time. So some of the um artists that's on my playlist, like real quick, I'm going to do it. Uh, Doughboy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Migos, mm-hmm. Lucid, mm-hmm. um, True. Mm-hmm. Pop Smoke, of course, Lil Baby. Okay. Um, Unghetto Matea. Okay. I think that's, that's man Schoolie. Um, who was it? Polo G, Yellow okay. Breeze. Yeah, Roddy Rich. That's another kid that I'm on.
1: So I'm listening to um Big Frida, Vic Menta, Meg the Stallion, Sweetie, uh, Obviously, Waka Flocka, because I just called him out as a bunch of Waka Flocka songs in this. Uh,
0: Money and then, Bag Yo, Money Yo.
1: Yep, uh, J Rock, and then I love Danny Brown,
0: Freddie Gibbs. I've been listening to a lot. Little baby, so you pretty, so you not. Let me ask you this: sent with with, sent with streaming, mm-hmm. are you doing? Are we even listening to albums anymore? Or are we just making like playlists and running with it? Are we do? are we even doing albums anymore?
1: I do albums when they first drop. Uh, and it has to be from a uh, like an artist I care about. So like when the RTJR album dropped, I just threw it on repeat and listened to it at least three times. Um, if I find an artist that like has a dope single, if they have more than like three, I'll listen to an album then. But otherwise, yeah, I'm just kind of playlisting uh album that I just listened to. I just listened to a it's an open Mike Eagle album. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with open Mike Eagle. I don't know if you've even had a conversation. up. Uh, open Mike Eagle has an album. It's kind of s- sad and slow, but it's called Brick Body Kid okay. Still Daydream. Okay. Yeah. I'm I would say
0: open Mike Eagle.
1: Yeah. Open Mike so Though look, I would say if, if you're looking for somebody who does not do a bunch of lyrical nonsense, then you probably don't want to listen to open mic Eagle, It's, it's lyrical.
0: Right. And maybe on the next podcast, we'll talk about it. That'll be something we can talk about. So look, man, we're going to wrap it up because I'm about tired as hell. On the East Coast, it's late. Tonight. I know you're probably just getting into your groove out there on the West Coast. It's like 10, uh, o'clock, 10 no, o'clock. No, I'm almost, almost This is about time I fall asleep. About, <laughs> it is what it is, man. But look, man, I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad I was able to do this and hopefully we'll start I bring you on and however we want to do we're, we're fired up man I have fun getting it, getting this out man so yeah. we're going to drop this man we're going to see how it go and we're going to try to do another one here coming up pretty soon uh, show show business um, tell people how to find you so I'm at Jeff okay. underscore J
1: on Twitter and Instagram
0: you can find me in hey Somewhere. eating. <laughs> like, real talk. Like, I follow them food trucks heavy. Shout out to Bankhead Seafood food truck. I'm probably try to find y'all tomorrow. Nah. <laughs> no real talk, man. So just you find, you find the food truck,
1: way. then find Leo G. <laughs> so
0: what? Find the food truck, find Leo G. Exactly. Around the city somewhere. So no, real talk, man. You can find us, where you find me, um, on Twitter. I think my Handle is still the same as at Southern Set. That's where you can catch mm-hmm. me at. You can catch, of uh, course, set two as it, two T's on Southern Set. Of yeah. course, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on um, IG too. I think I'll be on IG. Like it's uh, L Walker two on IG. If you want to hit me see me on IG, if you want to see what I look like, I don't even want to see what I look like mm-hmm. half the time, but. So what they got you? So we know adjective we, we, we know what they expect, man. Adjective J, are you on IG
1: like that? Where you at? same? Yeah, adjective underscore J on us, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, that's pretty much the best way to find me. There's link trees for all the other stuff I'm doing. You'll see podcast episodes all get posted. That I'm kind of all over the place right now.
0: Yeah, we're gonna support it's, the comedy too, man. You got some YouTube eh. content, man, and eh. like I said, we're gonna keep.
1: I'm I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, my YouTube content is good. Like, I'm not I'm not going to knock it. If you want to go check it out, you can. Uh, it's all on my uh, my comedy page, which is attached to my Linktree. But um, I am here to tell you that you need to see me live. Like that's that's kind of the best way to go about it. Um, I don't have a recording of myself that's professional enough quality and that is solid enough that I would be like, yeah, that's that's representative of who I am. I feel like you need to show show up and see me live. So when that that's
0: starts fun. up. Come see me. So, yeah, we'll we'll promote it. And I, I promise I'll try to get into Twitter some more, man. And hopefully the five people that follow me will help me out. Try to I'll do this.
1: <laughs> so if y'all have something to say uh, to Leo about the show, I'm adjective underscore J on Twitter. Tag me, tag Leo. Uh, I will make sure Leo sees it. So if, if, if push comes to shove, I'll just read them next show. But I'll make sure Leo sees it. So tag me, Absolutely. adjective underscore J. Tag Leo, Southern Set. Two Ts for Set.
0: Two yep. I don't know why I came up with damn. I might have to give me another account or some shit. That was, we'll talk about that. Like, that's another episode as to why I had Southern Set. But yeah. But anyway, we're going to sign off, man. And we still got to come up with a name for this thing, man. we just going to. We're going we're gonna to do something. We're going to get the name together. That's another thing. We're going to jump out on social media and see what we can I'll be come real up with. i with you.
1: I love the interim. I really... The more yeah. I've been thinking about it, oh, the interim's really good. That I, could be it. It's, it's the quarantine. It's right?
0: the interim. That could be it. It might be it. We'll see. So on, on that note, man, I'm going to check out because I'm about to go sleep for like 18 hours. Shit. And by the way... It, well, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk. We'll move into the next podcast. We got to get some stuff, and we're gonna cut it out, man. Peace.